When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Total Liverpool podcast. I'm Jake, and today I'm joined by Adam and Deesh. Lads, we're talking... Saturday night's fixture. It's the Brentford versus Liverpool game. Kick off at half past five. And Deej, are you looking forward to this game? What do you think? What, what are you expecting from this this side? I, I think this is going to be our toughest game of the season so far, bar the Chelsea mm. game. Uh, I think the way Brentford play football, they, they play nice, nice attacking football. Uh, they're really intense with their press. I think we're in for a great game. I think it's going to be an absolute cracker. I couldn't agree more. I, I've seen... The way Brentford have been playing this season, like it's they've really impressed me. Like they just they look so good at this level. You know, a lot of teams come up from the championship, like Norwich, they come up and they just they just look like they're doomed to go back down. But Brentford have you know, they've got a, core, a play like a group of core players that, that look really comfortable at this level, like Ivan Tony and, and Sergi Canos and stuff like that. Ex Liverpool player himself, so he'll probably have something to prove. Adam, you looking forward to this one? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm in, I'm in agreement with Deej. I think it probably will be the toughest game of the season, part bar uh, bar Chelsea. Um, and and I think it's that it's almost that sort of fear of the unknown. Obviously, we we haven't played. Well, I think we've played Brentford like the last time it was like 1940 something, like 1947. Um, so obviously, we, we've not we've not played Brentford in, in obviously a very long time, especially not this group of players. So it is. It is that sort of fear of the unknown. And as Deej was saying, they do play a really nice brand of football. And obviously they've beat Wolves convincingly, beat Arsenal convincingly, got a couple of draws against Palace and was it Villa? Um, yeah. And then, and then funnily enough, the, the one side they did lose to uh, 1-0 was uh, what is looking like a really good Brighton side um, mm. and, and a Brighton team that, that doesn't play a style too dissimilar from how we do so so hopefully we can take a little bit of confidence in that um obviously in that we have much better players than brighton do as well i know it's very very basic football talk there but you know it's it's, it's something we can take some confidence from yeah i'd agree adam you said 
you know, the last time the last time we actually played Brighton was nineteen eighty nine in the the last league meet nineteen forty seven. And it was a one one draw. <clears throat> Brentford actually got relegated and Liverpool won the league. So, you know, hopefully there's a bit of similarity there. We, Don't we... tell me you're tipping us for a one all draw this time just to try and <laughs> <that out. laughs> No, no, no. I'm just talking end game, end game only. <laughs> um but yeah, I, I, I think you know, uh, sorry, not Brighton, Brentford are um, a really, really good side. And like you said, it's the fear of the unknown. We've, you know, we've never played these players before. And and Jurgen Klopp's been very, you know, he's been very uh, big in his praise for for Brentford and their manager and on what they've been doing. And I think it's rightly so. You know, they that first game they came at Arsenal and they absolutely tore Arsenal to pieces. And I enjoyed that. Really enjoyed the look of Brentford, but. You know, going to their ground, I think first is is always more difficult. I think if if you know they come to Anfield first, they sort of hopefully you know, a bit of shock, a bit, of, and and and. But you know, we're going to their ground, so we'll see how it goes. Lads, a bit of injury news. We know that Navigator and Tiago will not feature, but Trent, Bobby, Firmino, James Milner, and Neko Williams are all expected to be back in the squad. Lads, Nabby Cater, I mean, what can we say more about him? It's the most Nabby injury ever, isn't it, Adam? You know, kicking the garden and out for a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, you, you, could, you couldn't write it, could you? Um, <laughs> you couldn't write it. And then there was the thing that came out earlier, I, I don't know if you saw, um, about him, uh, apparently anyway, this is all mm. allegedly, of course, um, not willing to accept the new contract if Liverpool do propose one unless he's sort of guaranteed uh, first team mm. football which how can you guarantee first team football to a guy that's available for about five games a season yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it seems a bit bizarre it, to me that actually. can't be Naby like Naby's yeah. got to be self-aware enough to realise okay I've, yeah. I've managed to play like three games a season for the past three years maybe, maybe it's not fair for me to demand this mm. it, it just makes yeah his yeah, his his agent is um, not not as as yeah he, he's not as as, as bad as way. Amino Raiola, but he is he's on that sort of spec. He's one of those kind of uh, agents that just like to stir the pot with the clubs. Mm. Um, While we're talking but, about yeah. news from agents, though, I don't know if you saw uh, about how apparently Liverpool and Barcelona are the two teams in the lead to sign Haaland for his sixty-eight million release clause next summer. Um, the problem being, though, in the same article. Arland, uh, Mino Raiola would probably demand about 35 million for himself on top of that. Yeah. Plus 825 grand a week wages. It's so we're not getting that. Yeah, we're not getting <laughs> ludicrous. I mean, Barcelona can afford that either. So who knows? No. 35 million for an agent. That's, that's, it's fucking ticking in when you think about that. They'll, they'll have to. That will have to be like rearranged because literally, I I guarantee no club on the planet pays that. Not it's not a single club on, but not even a PSG or a Chelsea. The thing, the I don't think thing with something it. like that is it's not just as basic wage either, is it? You know, you're talking add-ons, bonuses. You know, signing on. There's a signing on fee, and you know all that sort of stuff. You know. <laughs> Mental, mental. Anyway, enough of the Haaland talk. Enough of the age. While we're still off topic, though, while we're still off topic, go before on. we go too far away, uh, see Ali Gunnar Solskjaer in his press conference. Yeah. So I looked Having it up. A little, a little yeah, I looked, off, wasn't it? <laughs> I looked it up, though, and Klopp made his comments in January. United got 11 penalties last season. 
six before Klopp's comments and five after. Yeah. But to me, it smells like the fact that United didn't get the three penalties they think they deserved at the beginning of this season is more to do with the rules being softened a little bit to keep the game flowing because everybody's suffered from that. Uh, and it just so happens that United are so reliant on penalties that they bitch and moan about it a little bit more than, than other teams will have done. Yeah. It just came off as, as quite beggy for me. Feel a bit sorry yeah, for me. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's very desperation to, to almost, it's almost the trying to get the referees to, to, to give the penalty again. And like you say, I think a lot of that is the change in the rules this season. It's a lot less. If you just touch a player in the box, then they're going to get money. Like they've they changed the rule for the better. Last season, it was you know they were you know we'll we'll stick on United. You know, getting penalties after the final whistle blew and stuff like that. It's just mental, absolutely bonkers. Um, Adam, anything to add on Oli and Solskjaer's comments Um, before we get back to Brentford? Rain at Man United continue. (laughs) Um, I, the I, I, I think he was just trying to get in the referees' heads. Um, yeah, because I, I think he, I think he knows the pressure's on now, and he probably knows in himself that he's not good enough to handle it. Mm. Um, and and it is probably just a way of maybe making the referees think twice the next time Ronaldo, you know, dives in the box. He's yeah. got no more excuses now, has he? Because this United squad that he's got, the first 11's one of the best 11's United have had in my lifetime, let alone yeah. in let alone since Fergie left. So the fact that he's got an 11 as strong as he's got now, and there's mm. a little bit of depth there as well. Like He's got players like Donny van der Beek to come off the bench. Uh, that's not, not a player to be sniffed at at all. Um, the fact that the squad is that strong and he still got knocked out of the, the Carabao Cup first time of asking, mm. um, and his results haven't been probably quite as convincing as, as he'd like them to be, apart from the first day of the season, really. Um, the performances definitely haven't. And like yeah, Sancho's doing nothing. It's it. He literally has no excuse. He's he's walking a very thin line right now. I think, but I mm. I, I struggle to see the Glazers sacking him because of how much the fans are really behind him. So I think unless there's a massive revolt from United fans, I think Ollie's there for for the rest of the season. Yeah, I don't. I can't see them sacking him mid-season. Unless somehow they like fifteenth or something come January. I can't see them. I'm getting rid of Solskjaer um, personally, but lads, you know, going back to Brentford this season, they uh, they equal their longest run of uh, their longest. Uh, their last time they they didn't win a trophy for the same period of time was 1985 to 1990. If they don't win a trophy this season, they equal oh. it, and that's their longest time without a trophy. That's not well. Hopefully, it, hopefully it continues, and he doesn't get him a trophy. Make up now, yeah, because they're not going <laughs> to yeah. be champions or the Premier League, are they? Let's be <laughs> no. real. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, back to Brentford. Back to enough about United. Enough about that shit. <laughs> Let's talk about them. <laughs> um, alert is just one goal away from becoming the thirteenth Liverpool player to hit a century of goals um, in the league. Lads, I think that Mo Salah will tally. Adam will start. Do you think Mo Salah will become the thirteenth centurion in the league for Liverpool? Uh, I do, and and if it's not this week, it'll be next week, won't it? Um, it's, it's it's only a matter of time before it happens. Um, I think this week as well, if he scores, it'll equal. Not that it really matters, but it'll equal Gerard's record of scoring thirteen goals in in London for Liverpool uh, mm. in the Premier League, which is just just a nice little added stat for you. Um, yeah. Doesn't mean much, but you know, it's 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 another record for Mohamed Salah to to go and break, um, which I'm sure he probably will do. Um, 
yeah, I, I expect him to, to come out and, and do really well. Look, he's, he's had a rest now. He's He had some time off, obviously didn't play against uh, against Norwich in the Cup. So we expect him to be back fit and uh, and firing again. I couldn't agree more. Um, Dees, I'll come to you with your predicted line. Do you think that's a Liverpool so I, I think we game against Brentford? I think we do have mm-hmm. to go full strength here, especially defensively, because I think yeah. going forward, we've got enough to beat the defenders that Brentford have. And I have, I have no doubt we will. Like in, in our last uh, our last 14 Premier League games, uh, we have had over 16 shots in 13 of them. Mm. So th- there's not there's no chance we're not going to be peppering the goal with, with shots pretty much all match. But I think defensively, they, they have enough to get out of us if we don't go full strength. So I'm seeing Ali in goal. Uh, Trent and Rabo as the fullbacks with Matip and Verge in the centre. Uh, midfield's a bit of a tricky one because obviously Thiago and Naby are both about both out. So for me, I'm seeing Fabinho uh, in the holding role with Henderson and Jones in front of them. Mm-hmm. And then I think to start, we'll probably see uh, Mane, Jota, Salah. I'd, I'd like Bobby to get the start, but I think Jota's going to start because he's been poor yeah. for us. I think, it, I think it's... I think it's probably too early for Bobby to start a game, personally. I think that if he's in the squad, it'll be off the bench if we need him. Do you know what I mean? If we're comfortable, then he's going to come on. And but I think with, the, with Thiago and Naby missing, Bobby sort of fills part of that role himself in the way he plays as well, where I don't think Curtis yeah. Jones necessarily does. So, uh, And I don't think we're going to play Milner alongside Hendo, because that would mean we've got like three more defensively-minded midfielders in the centre of the park, and we do need somebody mm. who's going to get him forward. So I think Curtis Jones is the one to do that. Curtis Jones for you, Deej. Adam, what's your starting lineup, mate, for this uh, game? Um, it is, funnily enough, the exact same. Um, I would like to see Firmino come off the bench. Um, I, th- I think it's important we probably get some minutes in his legs before Porto. Mm. Obviously, we've got Porto coming up and and, uh, and then Manchester City coming up straight after, um, you know, Really, really quickly after, I think. But that's my only yeah. worry is um, is with Trent Alexander Arnold and the illness that he's coming off the back of. Um, you know, is he is he ready to just sort of jump in and 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 start this game? I'm not too sure. I think we probably will start him though, um, as I just think if we if we say he doesn't play in this game, I, I feel like the Porto game to bring him back for is maybe too soon before the City game for him to to get enough. You know, to, to sort of get properly back up to speed, and and we all know what what a difficult test city can be, mm. uh, especially the way they like to control the game and really put pressure on on our defenders. Um, so I think Trent will start this one. I just have a slight concern about whether he is ready to come back or not. Um, I, I don't know if he maybe. Um, I mean, obviously the club know more than I do, but it's just, know just that slight worry. Do you have any idea? Um, what I think. With. Yeah, I th- it was a few hours before kickoff for the mm. Palace game. Um, he was just throwing up, apparently. Okay, so um, it's not, he's not suffering from this worst, worst cold ever that's been going around. The uh, no, no, no. It was, it was, it was an actual sickness. I, I think it was like three hours before, two or three hours before kickoff. He was like throwing up or something, and they made the last minute change. Hopefully, it was just like poisoning, and the only reason he missed the last match was uh, was because of. Uh, the recovery time, if you like. So, Milner was took the piss out of him on Instagram a little bit, and was just like, "Yeah, he's just too much coffee and like shit himself." <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't. Think, I don't think it was anything too serious. I think it was just a bit of sick. So hopefully he comes back fine, lads. I don't know if you saw it on 
on Twitter, you know, the classic sort of Twitter thing don't really matter, but get people riled up. There was a bit of criticism towards Curtis Jones, people not wanting him to start. Do you understand that any slander towards Curtis Jones not starting for Liverpool? No, not for this game at least anyway. I think he's the best option for the role. I I don't... So do you know what it was? I, I, I saw it on Twitter, but it was one of those things, you know, you look at it and you just think, oh... I just can't be asked for this. I mm. I didn't look into it. What what were the do you know what the criticisms criticisms were or I think it it, I, it was I, just I honestly didn't look into it. People just just whinging. It was I think I think it's more the fact that it's just that Curtis Jones is a young English player. I think pretty much that, and he wasn't right. worth this. He wasn't like a fifty million pounds. It's one of those <sighs> just like ridiculous things that doesn't actually mean anything. But people get really worked up about it online. <laughs> it's tough to think that way, though, because I mean, as a club, Liverpool have have been kind of notorious for bringing players out of the academy and making superstars out of them. So why not mm. let them do it again? Like it's obvious that Curtis Jones's ceiling is really, really high. I mean, yeah. Billy Gilmore's meant to be Chelsea's golden boy, isn't he? And and Curtis He's Jones absolutely against Norwich. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I think it's it's daft to to not want to give Curtis Jones game time. Well, I mean, in relation to that, literally look at the player we we were just talking about in Trent Alexander Arnold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he he came out of the academy and now he's one of the most important players in the squad. Um, yeah, there's there's, there's no reason why Curtis Jones. Harvey well. yeah. Like if they haven't been complaining about Harvey Elliott, why are they complaining about Curtis Jones? Curtis Jones is two years older than the lad. Uh, he's had he's had more experience at the highest level than Harvey. Fifty games. Harvey he's had he's played fifty games for Liverpool. Do you know what I mean? He's clearly he's clearly good. Do you know what I mean? I think I about twenty of them sort of like cup appearances as a youngster, though. So I, I I don't know how how much you can say the fifty of them are like that higher level experience because mm. if if a bunch of them are against like Shrewsbury, that 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 doesn't really count. Like playing against a City or United or, or even a Brentford in this case. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Fulham, wasn't he? So. I'd agree with that, but they still, you know, competitive football against, uh, you know, men at the end of the day. If he's playing these games when he's sort of 17, 18, you know, yeah. it's, 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 it's the step and, he, you know, he's still got to prove that he's good enough and, and not at that level. Do you know what I mean? If he's, not, he's got to prove that he's above the level of, you know, the, Shrewsbury, Brentford, or whoever in the cup, and I, I think he's done. I think any criticism of academy players is just ridiculous. It's, I think it's purely just this new sort of generation of football fans that that demand that everyone who plays for the pool has to be a million pound player. You know what I mean? It's, it's gone are the days of of a team of academy graduates. You know, it's. But that, but you know, to fans like us, that that's sort of like the dream, isn't it? You know, you want eleven homegrown players in your squad who yeah. who come through the academy and would run through walls for the team. I'm not saying that you know, the players wouldn't, but I think it's just it's, it's a different generation that that support in the club at the minute online, anyway. Certainly, it's easy to be um, that loud on social media as well, isn't it? It like, is. It's, if you if you controversial stuff. people are going to well look at you and, and interact with you, which. Hmm. It is always an interesting one. Lads, we'll, we'll quickly talk about Brentford. Is Ivan Tony, I'm guessing, both of your the biggest threat for them? Adam, we'll start with you. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and I think it's key as well. If you look at their uh, 7-0 against Oldham, I think it was. Was it Oldham in the cup they played? Oldham, yeah. Um, and, and they wrestled him for that game. Um, 
you know that that shows that they you know they they want him at full fitness for this Liverpool game because I think they obviously believe that they're uh, sorry that he's their biggest threat um, to Liverpool and their biggest chance of getting something out of Liverpool. Yeah. Um, look, I, th- I think Brentford they, they have they have a um, it's, it's becoming a thing now with Brentford and these strikers and and look I think I, I don't want to jump the gun too much on it because I know we're only I think five games into the season but. He's he's already looking like he's just he's just got the the natural quality of, of a Premier League striker. Yeah. Maybe we'll be maybe in a couple of years time we'll be looking at him saying, you know, comparing him to to someone of like a Danny Ings where we say you know he's guaranteed to get you sort of ten ten Premier League goals a season at, at least. Yeah. Um, I I think he, he think he's really really good. He, he bullies defenders. Um, I, I think that's where hopefully he meets his match. Um. Tomorrow in in Van Dijk, um, there's there's not many strikers in the world that I've seen be able to bully Van Dijk. We, we literally go, it goes far back as the Chelsea game. Um, look at Lukaku. The only game he's really struggled in uh, so far has been the Liverpool game because he just he couldn't get anything out of Van Dijk. And mm. and you and you hope that that this is a similar story tomorrow. Yeah, Dej, what about your thoughts, mate? I struggle to identify the biggest threat uh, for. Playing against us, at least, because I think I think Tony, I think we'll do a good job handling him with with Virgin and Matip, uh, assuming they're the two that start. But Christian Norgard in the centre of the park, he plays the Fabinho role for Brentford. He's he's a tidy mm. player. I, I really like him. Uh, you've also got Brian Bumo. He's uh, another another tidy player. Uh, and then when we start getting a bit further up the field, uh, playing alongside Tony, you've got people like Saman Godos and Sergi Canos. Sergi Canos, yeah. It's not a team to be sniffed at. These are quality players that we're coming up against. And and yeah, uh, Ivan Tony has scored two goals so far this season, got an assist uh, in the five appearances. Uh, but defensively as well, Brentford have also kept three clean sheets in the league. So it's they're, they're good on, at both ends of the field. And I mean, it, um, if you just I think only the, conceding two goals as well, right? Yeah, I mean, you, you look at their defence. Uh, mm. Yeah, they've conceded two. Yeah. Pontus Janssen. And uh, that name's been bouncing around the game for a while now. <laughs> yeah. uh, again, solid defender. Can't, can't sniff at it at all. I mean, is, is he their captain? Is Pontus Janssen Brentford? I think, I think he is. He yeah. is, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 can't, I can't think of a leader to, to help a defence for a newly promoted team uh, better than really Pontus Janssen. No, yeah, I, I'd agree. I, I, I don't know. I do like this Brentford side. I think, I think they're good and I think they're definitely good enough to stay up. And the manager looks good as well. He looks competent at this level for me. Well, just 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 on that, I think what actually really helps them as well is the uh, yeah. We talk about Liverpool being what one of the first teams to to really start like looking into uh, fine margins and mm. and you know how we can get the small tactical advantages on, on teams and and you know that, that's part of the reason why we've been able to stay so competitive with with a team like Man City over the last few years with the money that they spend. Mm. Um, you know, just looking at little things like the the throwing coaches, for example, and just how can we get, how can we maximise our situations out of throwing coaches? And and, yeah. and Brentford were also one of the first teams in English football to to introduce somebody like that. And and they also do the uh, Liverpool brought in like a team of of like NASA um, like study people that have been like working with NASA to basically come in and, and analyse football games and and help us get these. You know, just really marginal, yeah. um, quick thing, just just to help us out. Um, and and Brentford did a really similar thing. So I, I think it's it's almost <laughs> possibly going to kind of get dubbed as like the fine margins derby 
um, with two really, really, really well sort of well-run tactical clubs um, mm. that try and optimize, you know, basically everything they can out of what they've got. Um, and obviously, I think that's part of the reason why we're seeing Brentford start so well in the Premier League as well. So, I, I you know, I think it'll be a real test. Yeah, that, that's it. Like you say, nowadays it 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 really is, especially at the, the you know the top end of the table. It is that one you know half percent margins that, that clubs can get out to 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 win, and it's it's crazy how much behind the scenes stuff goes on that you don't really know about. Like so much that goes on, and th- like you say, you know, you know, thirty years ago, football clubs would be bringing in like NASA and stuff like that to to help them when the players were still you know for the game and go down the pub and drinking ten pints and stuff like that. But it, it is crazy in in such a short space of time how how quickly football football has changed, and these two clubs are certainly now nowadays at the forefront of that. Lads, I just want to get a score prediction from you both before we end today's pod. Deej, we'll start with you. What is your score prediction for this game? Uh, I think we're gonna. I think we'll get through this pretty pretty unscathed. Like I say, I think we'll if we play full strength, I can see us walking away with a two 0 win. Two 0 for you, Deej, Adam. Um, we we've been winning three 0 a lot recently. <laughs> um, and I feel like you know that um. You know that video of uh, what is it, Davina McCall, something like that, where she's like, mm. "Do you want another one?" I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling. I, I think I'm going to get that tweet in the archives when we do win three 0 because I think that's that's going to be the score. We're going to get another one. Three 0 for D, three 0 for. I'm going to keep my trend of saying that we're going to concede a goal. I'm going to say three <laughs> one, um, and and I'll leave it at that. It's working well. So far this season, saying everything can concede. So I'm going to who's keep in the goal. Who, who, what for Brentford? No feet for Liverpool. Who's who I think? I think Salah will get his hundred. I think Jota will score, and I mm, third goal. I'm going to say Big Verge together. That's that's my prediction. Who get the goals? Salah double. Salah double. Yeah, one tap in, one wonder goal from the uh, right hand side, right hand corner right hand of the side, in. <laughs> classic, classic Mo Salah. Adam, who do you think of? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take it a step further. I'm, I'm going to say a Mohamed Salah hat trick. Hat trick for Salah. There we go. If, uh, if you're listening, ladies and gents, and you want to join the predictions, we'll have a little score predictor going um, before this game so get your tweets in there uh, thank you everyone for listening hey, it, 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 I hope Adam's right because I've got Salah sat as my captain with triple captain and able <laughs> have you there you go Deej needs Deej needs an absolute yeah. <laughs> um, so I've, I've, I've yeah. been doing alright so far this season so hopefully I can bring it to you <laughs> hopefully hopefully yeah Adam you're having pretty good at your prediction so far uh, there's nothing else to add we'll we'll end it there but we will be back after the game with, with a, a live stream to give our immediate post-match post-match thoughts thank you and thank you Deej for joining me and thank you everybody cheery bye find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk Sports Social Podcast Network 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.